choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Kels, back for another episode of Thanks for Asking. Uh, Kels Radio. I think I'm gonna just keep both those titles until something else works out. Um, it's episode 108. Um, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. I'm a little tired this week. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am. I don't know. Wednesdays is like the day that all the running around on the weekend and the first part of the week just like hits you. I don't know. I think we got to do something about this work week in America. Like this shit is retarded. I, I don't like it. I don't agree. As you dumb niggas like to say, with shit you can't change. Um, alright, so, let's get started. Um, I do have a yours and negative two for two weeks in a row. Um, and it's, I, I, I did a, um, do me a favor, guys. I, I, I've told you this before, but, like, I'm doing another, um, little smaller podcast on a app called Bumpers. Um, I retweeted on my, on my Twitter, personal Twitter page, and I'll go to the Thanks for Asking page, too. But, um, check me out over there, because I get paid for those, so appreciate it. Um, and I did a, I did a, a whole episode on, um, the Yours and Negative 2 this week. It's for, um, DJ Khaled and Rihanna Wild Thoughts. But I knew that by the time Ro- Wednesday rolled along, it would be older. And so that's why I did it fresh on, on, on Bumper. So go see the review there, which is raving, as I'm sure you all know. But shout out to them fly video. Rihanna looked ridiculously beautiful with her new remote Manolo Blahnik um sandals on strappy I love strappy sandals in case y'all don't know I told y'all bangles tendrils and strappy sandals listen it's all you need um great video great song some people like they like the video they don't really like the song too much I don't know what kind of communist country you grew up in that you don't like Maria Maria that's one that's a classic song and that and any song you put that sample on is gonna be dope and that one was was dope and sorry B and J, but that that joint y'all did with Khaled was horrible. I ain't like that song, but this joint with Rihanna and Khaled is is fantastic. And he said he wants to work with her some more, and I hope he does because they make good music together. Um, yeah, so that's the yours and negative two going on with DJ Khaled and Rihanna. Um, all right, I don't think I have another one. Um, all right, so let's move on to current events. And they're going to be quick this week because it's just ones that I have to mention because they occurred and not because I really want to talk about them. But we're going to start out with the guy who went to North Korea. Listen, I don't understand this going to North Korea and Iran and all these. That's some white people shit that I will just never understand. That's Caucasian bullshit. I don't know why you're going to North Korea at all. Like, Iran, like, Iran, let me stop saying Iran, sound like a fucking hillbilly. Iran. I, I actually I don't get that either, but I mean, I, no, I don't get neither one. But I definitely don't get North Korea. Like that's the worst nation in the world. I don't know why you would go there anyway. I didn't even know you could go there first of all, but apparently you can. Um, some some white kid went there and got caught uh, trying to steal a sign or something. That's another thing. 
You go to North Korea, which is bad enough, and then you try to steal? You know them people over there crazy? They can you to death for, like, spitting on the sidewalk. Like, I don't... That's Caucasian bullshit. So anyway, he been over there, and um, for some kind of way, they sent him back, and he was in a coma. So apparently he been in that coma for a year. In a North Korean prison, who knows? I'm sure they just threw him out in the ditch somewhere, and he just been out there. Um, so he died, is long story short. So he got back to the U.S., and he died. And, I mean, you know, I really just don't know what to say about that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry for the loss of life, but, like, not to victim blame because, you know, I'm sure they killed you for, for no reason. And I'm sure whatever sign you was trying to steal didn't warrant what happened to you. But, again, you, you know. No, why you in? It's all. It's. I don't even know how many countries in the world it is to visit. Um, a good deal of them are free, or if they're not free, they welcome tourists and they welcome visitors, and they're probably not gonna kill you and throw you in a death camp for stealing a sign. Go to one of them. Stay out of North Korea. They starve their own people. There's a. Um, if you ever go to like Google, um, North Korea at night. There's a. There's a Google. Um, what is that? World Google. What is it called? Google Globe. Whatever. The joint that shows the maps. And they have this picture at night of the world, and you see all, um, you go over to Asia, and you see, like, you know, Japan and China and all that, and then you see, like, this dark mass. And everybody's like, oh, what's that? That's the wilderness? That's North Korea. They have no industry, and they have no nothing. So at night, all the world of Asia is lit up, and then there's just a dark mass where North Korea is, because it's dark at night, because they don't have anything. So... You know, I don't know how you spin the globe and say, yeah, here, this place I want to go right here, the place that don't even light up at night, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that was that. Um, the second one, I'm not going to talk a lot about it. Philando Castile, the officer that murdered him, got off. Um, I don't think anybody was shocked by it. I mean, a few people were shocked. Um, you know, they basically let you kill us black people with impunity, and I'm not really sure what's going to have to happen for that to change other than, you know, people going to, listen, if it gets to the point where, you know, I can't trust you as a police officer, I can't trust it if I follow your rules and, and listen to your directions and not doing anything that I'm going to get killed, people might just start to start, start shooting y'all back, I mean what what what's the chance you know what I mean, you gonna kill me or, or I'm gonna kill you and maybe get away with it, so I don't know if that's what has to happen, shout out to Valerie Castile um, um, Philando's mother who did an outstanding job of code switching on you motherfuckers cause when she went out to that courthouse and actually I think she gave a very poignant speech and I think it was it's, it was great and I think it's about time that somebody said what she said and basically in, in front of the courthouse after they got acquitted and it was she gave a long speech but the clip I'm, I'm referring to where she was saying like look he fired into a car um, with no regard for human life there was no need to fire, there was a 4 year old in the back and they just kill us like this and they can get off, now y'all y'all talking to white people, y'all out there every time this happens, y'all think, you know whatever y'all think, like it can't happen to y'all it's like, if they doing it to us now, they'll do it to y'all later and that's true, that's true, I told I said this once on this podcast before whatever they gonna do, they bring it to the black people first cause they figure they can get it by us they can get it by y'all so, I just thought that was, I, I've been waiting, first of all, I've been waiting for somebody to be angry, to be mad, I'm tired of these things happening, here y'all go, y'all people, body not even dead, and y'all up calling for peace, and calling for forgiveness, no, fuck that, yeah, you, you, to me, listen, 
God forbid I ever leave, lose anybody under those circumstances, but to me, that's very disrespectful of your relative and their memory. Like, nigga, this nigga done killed me. Like, I'm nothing. Like, my life don't even matter. Like, I'm just some fucking animal. Killed me, shot me, stole my whole life with my daughter in the backseat, and you gonna go on the news talking about I forgive y'all? Don't forgive them. Be mad. More me. Be mad for me. Tear some shit up for me. That's disrespectful to me. I've always felt that way. Like, really? That's how you gonna honor your relative? You just gonna... You know, tell everybody calm down and plead for peace so these white people can feel comfortable. Like, I, I never liked that. So, shout out to her for she not doing that. She got this, she told the truth. They're going to come for y'all little mixed babies. They're going to come for, watch. They're killing us with impunity. Nothing ever happens to them. And it's not just us, honestly. So, but then later when she got in the car and the, and the cameras was off, then she gave her the real, she gave the real uh, Valerie, as she said. And she was like, look. Y'all do what y'all do. Whatever y'all feel like, that's what y'all should do. That's my solution. And I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I feel because it's like, yo, y'all supposed to out, y'all supposed to protect us. It's supposed to be some kind of line, man. It's supposed to be some kind of line to where if you a police, like, like a nigga in the street will kill me. I know that. You know what I mean? I don't know I, what certain neighborhood I'm in. I got to stay woke because these niggas is crazy out here. You know, I got to keep my head on a swivel because these niggas will kill you for, for five dollars out here. We know that. We know that. But goddamn, the police, like, you know what I mean? I pull over. I, I do, I have, a, I have a gun on my side, but I have a license. I have a permit, which is, is allowed for me under the law to have, and I carry, and I tell you when, when you approach my car, because I understand that you're an officer, and you need to know that, and I want you to know that I'm not going to try to shoot you. I'm going to tell you I had this weapon. You tell me to get my wallet, and then when I reach, you kill me. Talking about, oh, well, I ain't know what you was Nigga, if I was going to shoot you when I had told you I had the weapon, you fucking dumb fuck. So, you know, I, I mean, I, and then people are like, oh, we can't incite violence. It, it, violence incites itself. Like, I, you know, I don't know what y'all think, but at some point, something got to give. Like, you can't, listen, I have been to war-torn countries, as y'all know. You can't just kill people with impunity. I don't care what your laws say. I don't care what your courts say. I don't care what your little snarling, you know, snarky um, news people say, what your little cops say. You know, they think they got all the power. You cannot just kill people with impunity. You might think you can. You might take us through all this and take us to court and get found not guilty and smile and laugh. But it's, it's going to, listen, people going to start shooting at y'all. They're going to be, start being like, fuck it, this nigga might kill me anyway. I might kill him, drag his ass off in the ditch. Wasn't no witnesses. I'll take that chance. Y'all can't just keep killing people with impunity. All right? Y'all can go up in these neighborhoods and y'all going to pull this shit. One of y'all going to get jumped. Y'all going to get beat to death. Something's going to happen. People going to get fed up. Like, y'all y'all cannot, just because you got that gun and you got that badge, we already know y'all scared. That's why y'all shooting us in the first place. We already know you're not professional. We already know you a big bitch, punk ass bitch behind that gun. So it ain't gonna take much to get you. And I'm not, you know. So all all I'm saying is something got to give. And 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 I, I'm I'm all a lot of peaceful solutions. So I mean, I just kind of feel the same way. Like yo, do what you do. Like if you feel like, <laughs> do what you do. And, and I think that nothing's going to change until that starts happening. Until these cops start getting dragged, until people start getting tired of this shit, and start burning shit up, or, or rioting, or whatever is going to occur, then shit will be addressed, because that's what it always has to get to. Like, y'all never can't do the right thing to do the right thing. Niggas always got to be at your neck. So, you know, we've been not at the neck long enough. And, you know, don't be dumb, though. Like, don't throw, don't... <laughs> 
you know, don't don't throw your life away on trying to trying to be a hero. But I'm just saying, if if you know, do what you do, do what you think is right, do what you can live with, and you know, so be it. Cause they they our lives ain't worth nothing out here. So so if you, if, if they're not gonna value it, you know, you on your own. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That's horrible though. Like I I mean, not that I expected a a, a conviction. I thought. Perhaps because I mean, she, she, the whole the entire thing was filmed. The entire thing was filmed. So like, how you gonna lie? We saw it on video. Like, it, 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 and and it, not only was it filmed, it was narrated. Diamond narrated it. Like this dude tried to say, I told him not to reach. It's like, sir, you told him to get his wallet. He was reaching for his wallet. You heard him telling me he has a. It's whatever. Something got to give. Y'all can't just keep killing people with the punies. People gonna start shooting back at y'all. People gonna start bum-rushing y'all. People gonna stop taking this shit. And I don't know what y'all gonna do. Um. Alright, so the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is, um, the Broner-Garcia fight coming up. I don't know if y'all know I'm a big fan of boxing. Um, it's gonna be a good fight, but, um, I think Garcia is gonna take that fight. I think Adrian, first of all, I think Adrian Broner is severely overrated. He ain't nowhere near no Floyd Mayweather. He might got Floyd's style, but he's nowhere near as good as Floyd Mayweather. Um, and I think something wrong with him mentally anyway. But, um, Danny Garcia is severely underrated. He's a Philly fighter. He's been beating dudes a long time, decisively. He's a really good boxer, and, um, I think he's gonna beat Broner. Like, um, Garcia's the truth. So, yeah, that's it on current events. It's gonna be a quick show again. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to tell y'all. I try to keep, have been trying to keep these episodes to an hour, but you know, an hour is really long. So, or long for me to be talking. And, um, you know, I'll be tired and I have a lot of other stuff to do. And now that I'm doing these two podcasts, so sometimes, um, they might be shorter. We'll, we'll shoot for an hour, but maybe we might do half an hour, maybe we might do 45 minutes, I know, you know, two hours and all that is a little bit long, and I think an hour is as long as any podcast should be, um, I don't know, y'all let me know y'all thoughts, but I'm just letting y'all know, if I don't have an hour's worth of talking, it's gonna be what it be, but, um, it'll be good still, alright, moving on to shit we watch, and this is full now, that's what, that's another reason why I cut the current events, cause, you know, a lot of the shows are starting now, I don't want to get to them. So hopefully y'all been watching Queen of the South. Hopefully you got caught up. I told y'all season one is on Netflix. Um, now. And uh season two is on USA. And so the first episode started and it picked right up where the last one left off and it was really good. And so now basically, um, Teresa is um and I told y'all last week, every episode starts at the beginning where she's already the kingpin and it works back. So, um this episode's the same way, but so Teresa's working with um um God damn, I'm sorry, she just slipped my mind. So they're back they're back in Texas, um, from Mexico and again they're going back and forth with Epifanio and they're trying to find who is um Camilla's husband. Camilla's the, the kingpin that's um Teresa's under right now. Husband. And they're going back and forth and um they're at this rodeo. And so, one of the guys that works for Epifanio sees Teresa at the at the rodeo. And Epifanio still wants her dead, because if you've seen season one, like, he tried to kill her. Like, he did, he went through a whole lot. She kept getting away. She killed a couple of his men. Like, he's pissed at her, not just because of the book, but just because, like, who is this woman that's a badass that got the fuck away from me and killed all my men? Like, she got the go. So, it's this bounty on her head, right? So, dude tries to collect the bounty, but Teresa sees him. 
And so she like goes back to Camilla. She's like, yo, I gotta go. He gonna try to hit me. I know right now. She's like, all right, we'll go. So they run off and um, don't get the hit. So um, this episode, the key part on this episode. So I told y'all from season one that so season starts because the drug dealers come and they kill her boyfriend, and that's why she had to go on the run. Turns out, though, that her boyfriend is not dead. Her boyfriend went with the feds. And I kind of, when I was watching first season, I kind of suspected that because you you just hear that he's dead, but you never actually seen it. And I was like, I wonder if he's really dead. Um, so it turns out he's not. But she doesn't notice until she's at this, there at this party because, um, like I told y'all from last week, Teresa's like, yo, I want to work for you. I want you to um, mentor me. So Camilla's like, okay. So she starts taking Teresa everywhere with her to mentor her. So at this party, you know, with um the lawyers and like all these you know important muckety mucks and um Teresa at the corner of her eye sees her boyfriend go by and she looks like the hell so she follows this dude and she follows him into a room and it's him and she like what the fuck so but she's you know but she's not no dummy so she, you know they kissing or whatever but she thinking like you could tell she thinking like this nigga probably a fed like where the fuck you been at right so he's telling her the story or whatever, and she's listening. Because, I mean, she thinks he's dead. So you imagine the shock when you think somebody is dead, and you done almost got killed, and all your friends is dead, and you've been on a run all this time because you thought this nigga was murdered, and here he is standing in front of you. You can imagine her shock. So she was shocked. But she could still see her wheels spinning like, wait a minute, nigga, what the, just something up. So, um, but she doesn't tell him that. So, um, and she, and he, because he been in, witness protection all this time probably doesn't know that you know she kind of she kind of big time now so i mean he knows her but he when he when he knew her she he she she literally was just his girlfriend she wasn't involved in no drugs and none of this stuff so i can imagine that he don't really know he know he's she's with camilla but i imagine he doesn't know um you know that she really trying to be a boss so he's probably thinking that he could play her or whatever or that's what it seemed like but we gonna see or he gonna see um, so yeah, that's what happens, and then, um, it's another good scene, this is like one of those kind of transition episodes where they start, intro- you know, introducing the plot a little bit, but another really good part, so in season one, when she's on the run, um, Ep- uh, Epifanio sends his people to kill her, and so, two dudes come, and almost kill her, so one of them tries to rape her, and while he's trying to rape her, she pulled, um, the other one that came to kill her was just standing there, he like, yo, man, I'm not raping, he was just, like, looking like, yo, we supposed to kill this girl, I'm not raping this girl, like, like, I'm not doing this, right, so he just kind of standing there looking, not raping her, so, um, while he's trying to rape her, she, uh, Teresa reaches into her bag, she had a gun, and kills the dude, so when she kills the dude, and she turns to the other guy, and the other guy, like, drops the gun, and she, and he's like, she's like, why didn't you try, he's like, look, that ain't, that ain't my bag, so whatever, long story short that dude is with Camilla now, and he kinda, I think he kinda likes Teresa, so they have like this little bond, so, and I think I think he, I think he definitely likes Teresa I don't think he likes Camilla, and I think he sees something in Teresa, like he sees like, yo, this girl right here might really be it, cause Camilla's kind of an asshole and Camilla is she can't really be trusted like she's, you know I don't think he really digs Camilla so so when Teresa's walking, she walks into her room, right? And now she's he gives her like little tips along the way. Like he told her, he was like, Look, because now Camilla got her in the fly gear and taking her everywhere. And so he like, yo, 
you don't you know you got to be careful because Camilla thinks she knows girls from the whatever town uh, Teresa's from. She was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "She thinks that she can just you know you're a poor girl from wherever, and she can give you these fancy clothes, and she can lure you. What she thinks she knows what she want, what you want. She, you just want riches and to be fancy. And that's how she rocks you to sleep. So be careful. Like he's telling her little tips. You can tell he likes her. So she walks into the room." And she goes over to the closet, and then he runs up behind her and puts the blade to her neck, and it's like, you're not paying attention, I'll kill you in here. And she's like, what the fuck? She looking like, oh, shit, like, you know, Camilla finally gonna kill me, right? And then he lets her go, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I told you, you have to watch yourself. You, and he takes and pulls a gun, her gun that she had in the drawer. He was like, in the drawer, it's not going to help you. I could have killed you just now. And she all nervous and shit, like, I mean, not nervous, but she just still like, the fuck, dude, <laughs> right? So he like, you got to be careful. I keep telling you to watch yourself, Teresa. These people, you cannot trust none of them. You got to have this on you at all times. You got to be woke at all times. These motherfuckers, that's how you get killed by this shit right here, where you walk in the room and you got your gun in your drawer and not on you, and I just ran up you and could have cut your throat. So that was a really good scene because that's where you see that he's probably he's gonna because at the beginning he's um her sec at the beginning again when I told you she's a kingpin he's her like bodyguard or whatever. So you start to see how that relationship starts because he really likes her. He don't really like Camilla and um you know he's giving her little tips and stuff. So it's a good scene because you you start to see. You know, everything come together. So, um, that was Queen of the South. That's a good episode. It comes on Thursday. I'll be telling y'all Wednesday, but it comes on Thursday at 10 on USA. Um, next, we got American Guys. And I didn't do American Guys last week because the, the, um, there's been a couple episodes where I'm just like, I, I mean, I'll never know what's going on no week of the show. But the one with the Irish leprechaun joint, I was just like, I don't know what this is about. So, I skipped it. But this week was the season finale, which was pretty good. So we got finally, I've been looking for um, Queen of Sheba, uh, Bella, Bella Keys, Bella Queys, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Because um, she was in the first couple of episodes, and then she disappeared. And I'm like, where the fuck is Bella Queys? So Bella Queys finally came back. She's an old god. And um, the, supposed to be like the Queen of Sheba. Google it, you'll see. The one from the Bible, that one. But she's an old god called Bella Queys. And um, so the new gods are trying to recruit her against Odin and what we find out now is spring, so Odin went to Kentucky to <laughs> to meet, um, what, what's the Latin word for spring? Um, I can't remember, but it's funny because, <laughs> because again, I told you, the plot of the show is the worst thing that happened to a god is that the god is forgotten and not worshipped anymore, and so the god of spring is a goddess, um, and Odin was like, alright, I need a queen, like in this battle, I need a queen, so he goes to Kentucky, and, like, she's having this big party, but it's funny because <laughs> she has, like, all these Jesuses at the party because it's, you know, before Christianity, the holidays that we, that we, that the holidays, they stole from what they used to worship to make Christianity flow. Because niggas, you know, you, people under the old guys before, before, you know, Christianity came up, they was worshiping at the summer solstice, the winter solstice. They, Christmas used to be a pagan ritual for the winter solstice. So when you're trying to switch over gods, like, you can't just drop a cross on niggas like y'all Christian now. People are like, eh, what the fuck is this? So they started, like, kind of um, ushering it in. So they they kept the winter solstice, but they called it Christmas. And then, and then they, over the centuries, it was like, okay, this is the birth of Jesus. And that's how they went from what we used to do to Christianity. So that's why a lot of the a lot of these Christian holidays that 
don't be about what y'all think they be about. These Bible stories and stuff be not true. Christmas was the not the birth of Jesus Christ. It was the winter solstice that everybody used to worship. And then when Rome fell and they started Christianity, niggas just got used to worshiping in December and and we just gonna keep going with it, but you know, so that these people don't revolt, we'll just call it Christmas now. So another one of those holidays is Easter. Easter the resurrection of Christ or whatever, but before that, it was a pagan holiday of renewal. So, she's the god of this. So, when they had this party, though, because we in Christianity now, don't nobody, I can't remember her name, it was like Vernox or something like that, whatever they used to call it. But now, you know, it's Easter, everybody worships Jesus. So, so she had this party with, like, all these Jesuses. <laughs> like, like, hosting this party, right? So, Odin comes in, and Odin, like, what is this bullshit? What you got all these Jesuses here for? She was like, uh, it's alright, we get along fine, and you know, I mean, the people need to see Jesus. Odin looking at her like, yo, this Jesus is some bullshit. She got like Jesuses from all these different faiths and stuff for Easter. Like Hindu Jesus, like uh, Jesus, however Jesus look in all different faiths, it's Jesus there for him, right? And she she like, yo, this is, this is what it is. Like the people, they worship Jesus, now it's the same thing. They still paying a homage to my holiday, they just do it through Jesus, so I just have Jesus here, all they're looking at her like, girl, ain't nobody here for no fucking Jesus, they're like, yo, you the god of spring, this nigga's fake, what are you doing, like, they're not worshipping you, they worshipping this fake-ass Jesus, what you over here, like, you need to let them know, you just, you the, you the, like, and I guess she's like, I guess she's a, like, a real super powerful god, because she's the god of renewal, like, everything died in the spring comes, so I guess she's real powerful, and you looking at her like, sis, you around here with all these Jesuses and all these people, they don't even know who you are right now. Like, I, I and I need some help with this, this, this fight, so I need you to come up out this, whatever you're doing right now, and you need to be who you need to be. So, they go through this rigmarole, and he's trying to convince her, and she's like, no, it, listen, they don't, they worship Jesus, but it's still my holiday, they don't know, it's the same thing. He like, it ain't the same thing, goddammit. Like, they don't even know your name. They don't even say your name no more. So she just like looking. So in the meantime, the new guys come. So Jillian Anderson, who plays media, and um to, and um the Mr. World, I can't never think remember his name shows up. And technology. Oh no, I'll tell you about technology in a minute. They they show up and um they try to press like they try to press up on like Odin and um I'm gonna call it Equinox, but it was some kind of maybe it was Vernal. Whatever the old word for like the spring thing is, that that was that guy's name. God is his name. So they trying to press like, yo, we'll need to have this war. Y'all need to come join us. Y'all old niggas. Basically, y'all old gods, y'all washed up. Don't nobody worship y'all no more. Y'all need to come with us. We the new gods. So Shadow is there too, right? So Odin looking like, you know, yo, so y'all got me fucked up, basically, Odin is like, so Shadow was like, yo, who are you, like, you some big dude, like, okay, I know who this is, I know who that is, you saying this is spring, who are you, like, why they keep pressing on you, so they trying to, like, like technolo technology and, and Mr. World is really trying to press up on Odin, like, they really trying to, like, put the screws to him, like, like, he washed up, like, like, yo, yo, nigga, we the new gods, you know, you ain't really trying to beef with us, right? That's how you're trying to roll up on him. And Odin just kind of standing there like, alright, 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 this is what you want. So, Odin like, alright, let me show you who I am for a minute. So, 
he do he's like all right so um technology is like making all these guys like all these like little i don't know computer men reappear kind of like the matrix he keep making more and more and more of them like to press up on odin so odin just is like tell you what snaps his finger boom all them niggas dead he just kills them real quick boom so shadow like yo who who are you what god are you i I know i figure out you a god but what god are you so odin like well fine i'll tell you who i am they call me but so he go through all the names they call him in all the religions and he was like but my name is Odin, and then he's like, Odin, oh, he does the whole Odin thing, Odin is the god of the um, Norse god of, like, everything, and I guess some other places, too, like, he's, like, not, he's not, um, is, is Odin Zeus? I think, I think Odin might be Zeus in Scandinavia, I think, I think, let me, let me get that, is Odin Zeus? If he's not Zeus, he's like that, though, he's like one of them powerful ass God, so he does all that and then he tells, so when he does that, they kind of back, you know, the old gods kind of back up, I mean the new gods kind of back up off him, like, oh, okay, this this nigga not that washed, like, oh, we, we, you know we might have to chill out a little bit like, we thought we'd just come here and flex on dude but, uh, not really okay, no, he's not Zeus, he's the weather god, so, yeah, he's Norse, he controls all the elements He's so he's pretty powerful but he's not Zeus yeah, he's prominently mentioned he's a Germanic god. Alright, cool. Wodan, that's what it is. He was going through like all the different um languages he is. But he's a he ain't to be fucked with. Like he's a he's a major dude. He's like Poseidon or one of them like controls the elements dudes, right? So he flexes like that. So now they, they you know, media and, and old dude is like, alright, hold up. So then he turns to spring and he like and yo, um, time for you to stop this bullshit you're doing here with these Jesuses. And you need to show them who you are too. So she like, alright, so then, so then the Jillian Anderson, um, character, like, the new guys kind of looking at her, too, they looking at her, too, like, she's short, like, yo, what, they really just looking at these old guys, like, don't nobody worship y'all niggas, y'all old niggas, what the fuck y'all do, like, kind of like millennials, when they roll up on niggas, like, you know, they just, we just equals and shit, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how they looking at them, so Spring lets her hair down, and shows them what's up with Spring, so basically, she, pulls all the weather together, whatever, and, like, makes everything die, like, all the trees, all the grass, for, like, miles and miles, she kills it, kills it all, like, yeah, I'm spring, she, she renewal, and so, the old, the, um, old gods, I mean, the new gods are looking, like, what the fuck, what is this shit, what you do this for, and then Odin's, like, when they start worshiping us, worshiping, worshiping us again, then we'll bring it back, so, basically, they just flipped it on them, cause they like, the whole point of them posting up on them was like, nobody worships y'all, y'all weak, y'all don't have no power, they forgot y'all, so Spring just came through and was like, alright, watch this, killed everything, because, you know, back in the day, you had to make offerings, you had to, um, bring the gods gifts, you had to make offerings, you had to, y'all little old shit niggas used to do, pray to the gods, and, and for them to bring you luck, and for, the bring, for them to bring you, you know, spirits and blessings and stuff, and nobody does that anymore, cause everybody Christian now, and that's some pagan shit, and nobody do that shit, so they was like, alright, fine, we gonna fucking kill everything, and you motherfuckers gonna be so hungry, and so desolate, that y'all gonna, y'all gonna have to pray back to us, cause we the real ones, that shit y'all on some bullshit, that ain't no real shit, y'all gonna have to prove, y'all gonna have to come worship and pray to us, and when we feel like y'all have worshiped and prayed to us enough, then we'll give you your grass and shit back, so it was kinda dope, cause it was like a power move, like it was like, you know, 
Yeah, media and technology. Yeah, y'all, 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 you know, y'all got worshipers, but y'all ain't like us. Y'all don't control the elements. Y'all don't control life. Y'all don't have, like, real powers and shit, basically, is what, is what they were showing with that. And in the meantime, technology goes and finds Bellapiece, who's an old guy, and try, and gets her on his side. Because <coughs> Bellapiece, so, so they show, and the thing I like about American guys, and anybody who knows this will know, at the beginning, there's always, like, a, a, a monologue and an explanation of the history of what's going on, right? So, they did one for, um, there's this African god, they did one for black people, that's really good, talks about how, you know, we should've just burnt the slave ships, because once they got us over here, we was basically fucked, and it, we was gonna be fucked forever. So, at the beginning of this, this one, they do the history of Bellicis, and they show how she was this great, she was the queen of Sheba, which was in, yeah, Sheba was in Yemen, and show how she was this great god, and she controlled everything, and how, you know, how it used to be, and all the gods would come to her temple, that's the, Bellicis is the one I told y'all that absorbs people through her vagina, so that would all come, and every king would try to conquer her, and just would end up in her vagina, right, so, then they showed, like, and as they're doing it, they're giving this monologue, the, um, the, the black, the African god is giving this monologue, about how in the beginning there were gods and goddesses and she was the, the most beautiful goddess of all and all the kings tried to come and conquer her they couldn't but you know there's two kind of men in this world one who see you know beautiful powerful women and they come and give them gifts and grovel at their feet and then the kind who are intimidated and become afraid and so it goes through the history of the world because it was controlled by the men who are, are intimidated and afraid and they show how like her civilization fell and how all the civilization fell all the old gods fell and the Christianity came in and they showed like the ISIS and they show her like in the window watching the news and, and, sh and watching ISIS you know how they um, desecrate the um, temples and stuff and so a lot of those temples that they were desecrating were to her so they watch like they, she, she, they show her and she, they, they like knock her face off the temple and she looking like oh fuck and she's homeless and shit, like, she low, you know what I mean, she went from Queen of Sheba to, like, this homeless lady and shit, they tell her whole story, I'm skipping a lot of parts, but if you watch it, you'll see how she, how she ended up where she was, and so again, she's one of the gods that are forgotten, that nobody worships anymore, so she's just kind of wandering around, so technology comes up to her, like, yo, um, roll with us, and we'll put you back to where you're supposed to be, and we fighting these other old niggas, um, and you a queen, and you need to come be with us and be a god again, um, and stop this bullshit you're doing. So, hopefully in season two, we'll see more of Bella Cruz. We didn't see her at all today, and, um, or this season. But, um, that was really good. So it was a good episode, and again, from episode to episode, all I can tell you about America, guys, if you don't watch it, I don't know really what, it's hard to tell you what the plot is, it's really hard, I know these, if you don't watch the show and you hear this description, it probably sound crazy, but it's fascinating, like, I never know what's going on during any episode, I'll be just as confused as ever, like, it's hard to follow, it's hard to really figure out what it is and what's going on, but it's fascinating, every episode I watch and I cannot turn away, because it's just fascinating, and so I guess that makes for a good story, I, although I can't tell you what the plot is, <laughs> like, it's outstanding though, so, you know, I think if you start watching it, you'll, you'll find the same, it's just one of those shows where you just be captivated, um, okay, 
Um, let's move on to Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar is back. The first episode was last night. Does it have a two-hour um, premiere? So the second episode is tonight. I don't know. I love Queen Sugar. I love the show. I love everybody in the show. I love the direction. I love the way it's filmed. It's so beautifully shot. I love it. I love everything about this show. It's my favorite new show on TV. I like it more than all, all this other shit. It's just fantastic. So, second season started. Um, if you watch it from last season, you know that at the end of last season, um, Ralph Angel found a will, a handwritten will from his father that contradicts the will that they read in um, probate, which in the will and probate it left all three equally this handwritten will he found well Darla found his girlfriend which we, we got questions about that cause she used to be a drug addict you know crackheads always be scheming and I, I suspect she might have wrote that will or found it and put it up there whatever but um she was supposedly looking for stuff she was in his house she don't live there and she up on the top shelf like oh I was looking for something up here bitch what you was looking for up there you don't live here ain't nothing up there yours what the hell would you be up there looking for so I'm suspect of the will but anyway found this handwritten will that says it's just his so in the meantime you know Charlie is trying to buy the sugar mill for them so they can basically Charlie trying to take them in the, the year 3030 you know to, um Ralph Angel trying to plant soybeans and shit, and bless his heart, like, you know, I mean, he's a good farmer, but he's trying to do small-time shit, and Charlie trying to build him a dynasty, so she's at the bank trying to get a loan, everything's going great, then they tell her that they can't sign for it unless Davis, who is her ex-husband, signs for it, because, you know, he plays ball, and they sign it on his name, so now she's stuck with that, what to do with that, um, Micah, his, so his dad gives him this, like, fancy, I think it was like a Maserati for his birthday, for his 16th birthday, gives him this fancy-ass car, and of course, he's in Louisiana, so he's driving, and of course, here come crack-ass cracker cop, who was this nigga in this car, pulls him over, pulls a gun out on him, because he forgot his license and didn't have his registration, takes him to jail. Yeah, thank God he didn't shoot him, I thought that was going to be an episode, but he didn't, but he did take him to jail. So he had to go to jail and get him out, and Charlie, of course, is flipping out. Davis comes in and you know they recognize him as a ball player so they actually find him but he cooning and taking selfies and shit so Charlie ain't like that like the fuck like you ain't you, you in there taking selfies with these niggas after how they treated my son Mike and him peed on himself in the jail so that was that um Nova been fucking these parade of white dudes which is me and my homegirl is really upset about because it's stressing us out because like where's Chantal like go man you get this good relationship on TV and it don't last like I hope I hope they get back together because that was a good couple I don't want to see her with these white dudes and I don't want to see her go back to that white dude that had his little redneck ass friends uh, spitting on her so definitely don't want to see that so I don't know she going through something though but I hope she get it together um that occurred. What else? Oh, so Ralph Angel hasn't told anybody about this will yet, though, because he's like, soon as he say something, they, you know, they gonna fight him on it or whatever. But in the meantime, he's planting soybeans, which is a good idea. But you know, when no, when uh Charlie hears about it, she shoots it down like, oh, you know, why you doing that? Because we trying to do this, and it's like Charlie, chill out. Like him planting the soybeans ain't taking away from the sugar. It ain't, you know, it ain't hurting what y'all trying to do. Like, let him plant the soybeans. So, um, then he, like, 
what he do? He did something with the tractor. Like, instead of buying a new tractor, he, like, fixed the old tractor. Charlie's yelling at him for that, because she, like, that's great. You you saved money because you didn't have to buy a new tractor, but we could have rolled off the interest on the new tractor and saved a lot more money over time. So, really, you didn't save money. Which, I mean, I guess. She had a point with that, but, like, I don't know. I feel like she goes real hard on Ralph Angel. Like, Ralph Angel, he's, I get it. He thinks small. He worried about the store farm. We're trying to do big shit. But, I mean, some of his ideas are not terrible, and it's like he not, it's not, him planting soybeans is not hurting you from doing what you're trying to do. So, why can't you just be like, oh, that's cool, because, you know, all right, yeah, we could do soybeans, too, whatever. So, that's what I'm Bob's trying to tell her. Like, goddamn, like, you can encourage him or say good job sometime. Like, you know, everything he do, you shooting it down and shit. Like, damn. <laughs> Which is kind of true. Even Nova was looking like, goddamn, like, soybeans, chill. Um, yeah, so, that was last night's episode, this night's episode will be on, also, um, Charlie decided, Charlie, like, seeing Davis out in the club with some other chick, and got mad about it, and I don't know, I thought it was a bit much, cause I, I'm like, y'all getting divorced, he out with another chick, I don't know, she seemed super pressed about it, and I was just like, you doing a lot about this, like, fuck this nigga, you've been fucking Davis for, like, a while now, like, you really shouldn't even be pressed for this dude, like, if he out with whoever, who cares, um, and plus you need him to sign the bank loan, so, turns out after they had the fight in the club, and after they had the fight picking up Micah, Charlie just said fuck it and signed his name to the paperwork, which is what I would have done as well, like, nigga, you owe me, you know what I mean, you, you owe me, like, I went through all this, I'm down here because of you, because you cheated, you up, upheavaled my life, I'm, you know, but I'm trying to make something of it down here, and you know what, I, I'm a, you gonna fucking, I'm gonna sign your name on this goddamn paper, and you're not gonna say a goddamn thing, and I'm gonna have my family on, and you just shut the fuck up, so that's what I would've did too, um, so good on her for that, yeah, that was it, okay, that was pretty much Queen Sugar, I believe, yes, um, Let's move on to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I don't really got nothing to say about it. It was I told y'all last week was a funny episode. This this week not too much happened. All I really oh actually no, that's not true. Something did happen. Jocelyn met with Stevie's daughters and it was supposed to apologize for the whole thing that happened with the text and you were lessing your kid. Anybody been on social media or the blogs know what it was. Like I think it was last summer they was going back and forth, and Jocelyn accused Stevie of molesting his kids, or, or something, and it was like a big hullabaloo, and Mimi all upset, but Mimi stay upset, um, so Jocelyn goes to meet them, and Jocelyn was like, look, y'all was saying stuff about me, I was saying stuff about y'all, I shouldn't have said all that, you right, but like, y'all was coming at me, so, and I didn't give a fuck, basically, what Jocelyn was saying, so she's trying to apologize and shit, and she like, y'all always blaming me, every time something go wrong, it's always me, Y'all don't, you know, Stevie do shit too. Y'all should know. He got 511 kids. You know, y'all should know he not perfect and all the shit he does and everything is always me. I'm always the bad guy. She start to cry and shit. So then the daughters is like not trying to hear it. So the daughter, one of the daughters getting real rowdy. And so Jocelyn is like, <laughs> Jocelyn like, okay, look, I said I was sorry. Why are you getting excited? You know you can't beat me up, right? <laughs> line up the night, because basically, because the daughter was getting, like, all rowdy, the daughter's like 16 and 7, I don't know how old she is, and getting all rowdy, like, she was only gonna do something, Jocelyn, like, look, Jocelyn ain't, ain't raise her voice, she ain't really move, cause she not gonna fight Stevie daughter, but it was just funny, cause she was just sitting there, like, you, you know you can't beat me up, right, like, basically, you need to calm down, I don't know what you're doing all this for, cause you're not gonna beat me up, 
<laughs> it was good. It was funny. Uh, um, yeah, so that was that. I think that was the only... Anything happened with anybody else? Um, that baby daddy drama, the um, two... The nigga that's taking care of the baby... And the one that claims to be the baby daddy, daddy, they met. But honestly, I tuned that whole conversation out. I don't really know what they were saying because the one dude is seemed kind of crazy, and, and the other one, I don't even understand why you are even in the picture. But apparently, they met, but I couldn't tell you what occurred. Um, what else happened? Anything with Carly read? Oh, Carly and Caesar made up. Carly put out her old fat moves on him. Apologized for kind of using her. Using him with job, that was that. Um, and I think that's it for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, so the other thing I wanted to mention, not gonna review it, but there's a um special on History Channel all this week called America's War on Drugs, and it's different parts. It started on Monday night. Tonight, uh, Tuesday was the second part. I DVR'd it because I wasn't able to watch it all. Um, if y'all are interested in like how we got to where we are and like the drug wars, and, and, you know, a lot, I know a lot of young people always say, how bad was cocaine, was it really that bad, and why, why a lot of, th- in other words, the reason why a lot of shit is fucked up is because of crack, crack came in and really devastated a lot of people in a lot of the country, and a lot of the reason why the economy is messed up is because people underestimate how much of the, um, the excess of the 80s was from cocaine and the drugs business, and when they started locking people up, and not replacing those industries, you know, a lot, a lot of these hillbillies and these white middle class that we keep hearing about, a lot of them motherfuckers was, was benefiting from the drug business too. They don't tell you that. But they were selling marijuana and pills and weed and everybody was selling cocaine. So if you just want to see a history of how we got to this fucking crater that we're in right now, um, you should watch. It's very interesting. The first episode started, it's, it's actually started before Nixon. It started with um, LSD and how that really started. And it's showing how you know, how the drug problem got to be, how, how, um, cocaine came in and flooded, I'm on the cocaine episode right now, how that came in and flooded the streets to, cause the CIA and the government was using to support war against the communists all over the world, and the way they financed it was through dealing drugs, so, um, check that out, and then there's another show that's coming on starting in, um, uh, July called Snowfall, that's also about it, so, probably check that out too. Alright y'all, I told y'all, not gonna hold y'all long because I'm tired and every episode don't need to be an hour and I get y'all good 45 minutes um again let me give y'all um the email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com you want to reach out to me personally I'm at KMGZ on Twitter you can also go to the podcast Twitter and follow me please if you can a whole bunch of you have already followed me thanks a lot um tell your friends y'all follow me too um it's at at thanks underscore for asking without the G. If you go to KMGT, I got the link in my profile because I'm not even sure if that's right. But I think that's it. Um, and again, check me on Bumpers. It's an app. You can download it. I'm not the only one on there. There's all kind of podcasts on there. But I'm at Genghis Kells on there. And um, I've linked that also on my page. And if y'all, you know, I'll, I'll be doing more and more. Those are shorter ones, so it doesn't take a lot of time. So I'll, I'll do a couple of those. But again, I get paid for those. So Go over there and check me out and tell your friends. And um, again, if you have any topics or anything you want me to do, um, shoot me an email or, or hit me up on Twitter. And um, that's it. What's this episode going to be called? Episode 108, just for short. Um, let's call it Do What You Do.
because I thought Valerie Castillo gave an excellent speech. If y'all could Google it, if y'all didn't see it, go Google it. Go, go Google her speech. She, she, it was good. Like, I thought it was very poignant and it was to the point. And I think it might have pierced through, and you know, because y'all white, y'all Caucasians out there, y'all might be empathetic, but y'all think this shit ain't gonna happen to y'all. But it would, just like in the 60s, first they was killing us, and then they went to Kent State, and they killed the white person. And then it was like, oh wow, they always bring us the bullshit first, and then they bring it to y'all. So, just like she told y'all, y'all think it's just us? They shooting us now, they gonna be shooting y'all. And y'all know mixed race all over the country kids next, and then what? Because they don't, you know, they kill people with impunity because they know nothing's going to happen, and all they got to do is say they're scared. So this is just the latest one. And I, I know I usually, I'm not going to rave, rave on it, and I'm not going to go into the detail because, I mean, they all the same, and I've, I've done it before on here. So anyway, this is episode 108, Do What You Do. Um, all right, thanks for listening, and see y'all next week. Peace.